Have you ever set up a bar for your guest in your home? Were you overwhelmed with all the choices? No fear. Today, we are nailing down all the details that you need to know to make your guests happy for setting up a self-serve home bar. Hello, and welcome to the 62nd episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast, where I take you from being a frazzled hostess to a confident and happy hostess. I'm your host, Christy Lalonde, and by request, today we are talking about setting up a home bar for a dinner party. I'll be focusing on the basics of what you need and what to keep in mind while you set up your bar. In the next couple of months, I'm going to have a fantastic guest, Laurie Sugg. She owns the Raleigh Cocktail Company and the Fab Foo. She's going to give us all the details on how to elevate the typical bar if you really want to level up with some fun, unique touches and really want to lean into that cocktail vibes. But today, we are just focusing on the essentials of what you need for a dinner party. And before we start, I want to give a huge shout out to one of my listeners, ALW81USA, that left the show a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. And she said, what a delight. As someone who started to hone the skill of entertaining once I was an adult, I enjoy this podcast to pick up all the little tips that were not passed down to me. It's like sitting at a table with a fun cousin over coffee and getting the details of it all. Well, sincerely, I thank you, ALW81USA, for leaving a review that is so encouraging to me. It lights me up to hear from you all, and five-star reviews help the show so very much. Okay, so it's time for setting up the home bar, and let's lightly touch on location. We talked a bit about this in the last episode with trying to place it in a convenient place for the flow of the party where it's not too hard to get to throughout the night, even if you have courses in different rooms of the house. Some people have a bar set up permanently in their home, either built in inside a cabinet or even I've seen people build in a bar in those big armoires that we used to hold the big clunky TVs of yesteryear converted into beautiful functional bars. You certainly don't need a permanent place set up as a bar, though, just for a dinner party. One of my favorite ways to accomplish this is by making it mobile with a bar cart. But the important thing is to remember that it doesn't have to be confined to a specific location in your home if you don't have a permanent place in your home already built in. All you need to use is a piece of furniture with a flat surface that is convenient for the location of where you plan to have your guests gather. And you can set up a bar right there for the night. For a small amount of people, I've also seen people set up a nice sturdy tray table as a temporary bar, and that works great as long as it's really, truly sturdy. But for, let's say, 10 to 12 people at a dinner party and you want them to self-serve, that's what we're kind of going to go over here tonight. And you would need something larger, like maybe a chest of drawers or a buffet table in order to set this up. Okay, so we're going to talk about alcohol first. When you're choosing what drinks to have on hand, please keep in mind that for your average dinner party, there is no need to try to emulate a professional bar and have everything under the sun available. The goal here is to have a variety of the basics that will accommodate most everyone. We are starting with the essentials. But when we get through the essentials, I'll show you how to customize it a bit to meet your specific needs best. So let's start with the alcohol. I always like to have red, one red wine, one white wine available. And since 
sparkling wine or champagne is becoming so popular right now. Now I'm adding in at least one sparkling wine to the mix. And for liquor, to cover the basics, you need vodka, dry gin, a white rum, a white or silver tequila, and one bourbon or whiskey. And as for beer, it's good to have one light beer on hand for anyone that truly prefers beer. Now, before I keep going, I don't want you to feel like you have to take notes to get all this information down. I'm going to have a link in the show notes of a bar essentials checklist. So that will outline all these details so you can just relax and listen to this instead of trying to jot it all down. And now onto the mixers. You definitely need a tonic, a soda, like a club soda. And it's nice to have a selection of other sodas as well, like ginger ale, Coke, Diet Coke, a lemon lime soda, that sort of thing on hand. And that will also take care of everyone that prefers not to have alcohol as well. They will have plenty of things to choose from to drink. And for those carbonated mixers, I find it really helpful to use little miniature cans or those cute small bottles they had today to always keep them fresh. And if you really are into carbonation like I am, I really prefer to keep them chilled. That's not necessary, but for me, they really do taste so much better cold. Even with ice, it's better to have them pre-chilled. But then you also need to have at least one juice on hand. And if you're only going to have one, I would suggest cranberry. Now, we also need some garnishes, and there are so many possible garnishes. But because we're keeping it basic here, the only two I'm going to include in the essentials list are lemon and lime wedges. These are a must, but it's always nice to have oranges as well. Let's talk about glassware and the tools that you need. Glassware-wise, to streamline, you need several of each of the following. Wine glasses, double old-fashioned glasses, which also can be called rocks glasses, the short little glasses for cocktails and coupes that will suffice for champagne, martinis, and even a margarita. And it's nice to have the tall highball glasses as well. And if you're willing to add another glass, I would maybe have some beer glasses available and especially have them available if you know they're beer drinkers company. For bar tools, you need a decent size ice bucket with tongs, as well as a trivet for it if your ice bucket tends to sweat, a wine bucket, bottle opener and corkscrews, some drink stirs. For that wine bucket, make sure you have a bar towel on hand so that people can use it when they're taking the bottles out of the ice. And you're going to need lots of cocktail napkins. Even if you're using linen cocktail napkins, it's good to have some paper ones as well on the bar in case there are any spills or just for backup. Now, if you want to get fancy, you could also have a jigger for measuring and a cocktail shaker. But I wouldn't necessarily put that on the bar essentials list for a typical dinner party. But it is something that I definitely have in my bar at home. Now, let's talk about actually setting up the bar. There's some things to keep in mind. One, while I love to have decorations everywhere, but the bar is the one place that less is more because people are moving things around so much and there's just so many potential things to be knocked over. On the actual bar surface, at the most, I might have a small floral arrangement and I avoid open flame candles entirely, even the little tea lights. The last thing I want is someone's bell sleeve to graze that candle or heaven forbid, 
cause a fire because someone spilled some alcohol. There are so many items that make up a bar. It's really helpful if you compartmentalize the space in order to keep it organized. You can do this by adding a tray or a basket for all the bottles of liquor and mixers. A cutting board can also be used to compartmentalize things and place garnishes there in the stirs. And I like to leave an empty space somewhere on the bar for work area so people have space to sit down their drink while pouring, stirring, etc. And the cutting board is a good place for this because it will also contain any tiny spills or and avoid damage to your table. So you want to put all of your tools all in one area and all of your mixers together in one area. Now again, be sure to use trivets or trays for ice buckets or wine buckets that might sweat to protect your furniture. And lastly, you need a small waste basket for people to throw away anything necessary. Okay, so that covers it just for the essentials, but let's talk about how to customize this list to best fit your needs. First, the list of alcohol is based upon the idea of having something for most people and especially the people that you don't know their preferences. So if you're setting up a temporary bar in your living room and you know the people really well, you probably don't need to set out every single one of those bottles of liquor. For example, with my friends, I know I should have the wines, vodka, bourbon, and maybe some tequila. None of my friends are asking for gin or rum at a dinner party ever. But I would certainly want to have that available when I don't know my guests as well and know their preferences. Also, to customize your list, the preferences of those close to you will also influence what you have on hand. If your best friend only drinks scotch, you certainly are going to stock your bar with his favorite brand. And another thing to consider when customizing the list is where you live. Regionally, we all do things a little bit differently. So where you live, it might be considered a sin not to have a variety of craft beers available because they're so popular in your area. I live in Kentucky, so having one whiskey or bourbon is not going to cut it. It's going to be bourbon, and most likely, we're going to have at least several to choose from. Plus, I want to have the bitters and boozy cherries from In the Curious Kitchen available for double old fashions. So it's going to be different for everyone based on your area and your friends. And I've got some places for that customization on that bar essentials checklist to help you think through that process. Another thing to consider when setting up your bar is the season. If it's summer, people tend to drink lighter, fruitier drinks. So you may have more than one juice available as a mixer. Of course, if your dinner party has a theme, you'll want to consider that when stocking the bar. If it's an Italian night, you could have fancy Italian sodas and Italian red wine. If you're having a Mexican-themed dinner party, you'll need mixers for margarita and salt for rimming the glasses. But I'm starting to veer off the essentials list because it's just fun to think of all the possibilities. But to recap, for your average, typical self-serve bar at a dinner party for 10 to 12 people, what you need is one red wine, one white wine, one sparkling wine, vodka, gin, white tequila, white rum, one bourbon or whiskey. To cover all your bases for mixers, club soda, tonic, one juice, and a variety of sodas. For garnishes, lemon and lime wedges. And for the hardware, you need several each of wine glasses, rocks glasses, or double old-fashioned glasses, coupes, 
highball glasses, and maybe beer. An ice bucket with tongs, a wine bucket, bottle opener, corkscrew, drink stirs, and lots of cocktail napkins. A cutting board and or tray to organize things on the bar and a wastebasket at the end. And organize it just in a way from left to right in a way that makes sense. Most people pick up their glass first and then so glasses are on the left and then they move on to the alcohol and the mixers and then garnishes in the little work area and a wastebasket at the end. Don't forget the cocktail napkins at the end as well. But remember, I do have a link to a printable checklist of all these things in the show notes, so you don't need to write it all down. If this was helpful, please subscribe to the show. Next week, I have a fantastic guest for you, and I know that you are going to love her. So until then, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.